Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Assalamualaikum everyone and welcome to Notes from Nurhida as podcast. Welcome to another episode and thank you so much for tuning in and for all your support thus far. I hope that you have been well, inshallah. And you know, if you are tuning into this particular podcast for the first time, then welcome to the podcast, welcome to the platform. I hope that it will be something that you will benefit from. But apart from that, you know, if you have been tuning in to the episodes on Notes from Nurhida as podcast, you know, I'm here to share with you all my love, all my appreciation for all your support and of course, all your love for this podcast, Alhamdulillah. Alright, so today I have a story to share with you and this is actually, you know, a conversation that I had with my dad. I think it was like just a few weeks ago within the past week. And, you know, we talked about, you know, something related to prayers. But there was something interesting about the conversation that I'd like to share with all of you. And, you know, I hope that it will benefit at least one of you out there. And maybe it can bring us, you know, this form of different perspective to the way that we see our prayers, inshallah, right? So as we all know, you know, with regards to prayers, you know, prayers are important. When we meet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, prayers will be the first thing that He will ask. And apart from fulfilling our obligations, i.e. our prayer, right, we would also need to look into the quality of our prayers. You know, a lot of times it's just checking off the list in terms of quantity, like, oh, okay, you know, I did my five daily prayers today. I have been doing my five daily prayers for the rest of my life. But how quality has it been for us? And one of the ways for us to increase our quality in that manner is for us to understand its purpose and try to interact with prayer differently so that, you know, you can give it some form of meaning when you interact with prayer, inshallah. So, this uh, conversation that I had with my dad was basically about, you know, the prayer being a matter that, mashallah, you know, has been placed in different pockets of the day throughout our entire day, right? So, we have the Subo prayer, Zuhu prayer, Asa prayer, Maghrib prayer, and then the Aisha prayer. And it is placed beautifully throughout the day. So we have the morning prayer. We have the prayer in the noon, no afternoon. We have the prayer somewhere in the evening. We have the prayer in the night. We have um, the prayer more towards the night and, and so on. Now, um, you know, it's beautiful how these prayers are designed to be in that way so that we are able to practice the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala throughout our entirety. You know, sometimes we are... Um, so focused, right, on our schoolwork, on our work duties, on our responsibilities, maybe towards our own families or the people around us that it's easy for us to just forget, right, forget on the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So we would always come back. So imagine, okay, imagine if, you know, this whole ideal of, you know, taking these pockets of time of prayer to be like our anchor, okay? So when we meet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the morning, 
right? It's the first thing that we do every single morning. We wake up, we pray our Fajr prayer, we, we pray our Subha prayer, and then we worship towards Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So we start our day, alhamdulillah, on a good note. But then again, you know, the time frame between Subha prayer and Zuhur prayer is uh, a bit far, right? So what we do in the middle is that we continue to fulfill our worldly affairs. You know, we continue to fulfill our worldly obligations, right? And although on one end, we understand that everything needs to be based on our purpose towards Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, but it doesn't mean that we're not supposed to do anything else, right? There is this form of responsibility and this form of right that we need to fulfill as, you know, being the citizens of the earth, as being the vicegerents of the earth, you know, people who walk this earth, people who take care of this earth. And if I could share, it is actually mentioned in Surah Al-Qasas verse 77, where Allah mentions, أَعُوذُ بِاللَّهِ مِنْ شَيْطَانِ الرَّجِيمِ وَبَتَغِي فِي مَا أَتَاكَ اللَّهُ الدَّارَ الْآخِرَةِ وَلَا تَنْسَى نَصِيبَكَ مِنَ الدُّنْيَا وَأَحْسِنْ كَمَا أَحْسَنَ اللَّهُ إِلَيْكَ وَلَا تَبْغِي الْفَسَادَ فِي الْأَرْضِ إِنَّ اللَّهَ لَا يُحِبُّ الْمَفْسِدِينَ So Allah says, but seek through that which Allah has given you, the home of the hereafter, and yet do not forget your share of the world. And do good as Allah has done good to you, and desire not corruption in the land. Indeed, Allah does not like corruptors. So beautifully in this verse, Allah reminds us, right? Yes, you know, you continue to seek Allah. You know, continue to be appreciative in the things that Allah has blessed us with. And Allah reminds us that our forever home, that our eternal home, the place that we will be living in forever and ever towards, you know, the entire eternity is the one in the hereafter. Is, inshallah, the one with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But Allah also mentions in this verse, and yet, do not forget your share of the world. So this is where um, we are able to help ourselves to understand, you know, this whole importance of balancing. Balancing between, yes, I'm working towards, you know, my hereafter. You know, the life that will come after this, after this temporary life. But also on that note, I still have my duties and responsibilities on this earth. Right, And I need, you know, in order for me to have a better life in the next, I need to maximize this life that I have now for the great livelihood of the hereafter, right? A person can say, oh, you know, I just want to focus on my hereafter and I just want to pray, you know, the entire day and, um, you know, I will just do whatever it takes to have a better hereafter and then they would, you know, negate their worldly responsibilities as servants of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And somehow they would view this whole worldly life as um, negative or as something that is meaningless. But then again, if you were to think about it, how are we supposed to have a happy ending, a good ending inshallah in the hereafter, if we don't make this life a means for us to gather as much deeds, as much rewards, so that we will be at the better place or at the right place in the hereafter, right? So, this is where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala reminds us that it is important for us to live the life that we have here because that is the reality. That is what all of us are facing in this life before we move on to the next phases of life, right? And, you know, this is where uh, it comes in between the prayer times. So, going back to the same example, it would be the morning prayer and then the Zoho prayer. So, we have the hours in between. So, you know, we will go on. 
you know, to live our life. And, you know, after we perform our morning prayer, Allah says, okay, you know, go do your thing. Go go, go do your worldly, worldly life things. Go back to school. You know, go to work. Do whatever that you need to live this life to the, to the best that you can. Alright? But then again, when we go through life and then we go through, you know, many activities that we need to do on our daily, that is when we start to forget. Right? That is when we start to get distracted. So that is where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala calls us back again during the Zuhur prayer. So after we have gone very, very, very far from Allah, you know, we are so focused in our activities, then, you know, the call of prayer comes in. And then, hey, you know, we are reminded, mashallah, yes, this is my purpose. You know, I am reminded that, hey, I need to return back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So we heed that call of prayer, we walk back, we run back, we return back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because that's the prayer timing, that's the calling of prayer that is reminding us of our purpose, right? And the same thing happens for every single, you know, portion of the of the prayer timing like um you know once we are done with our zohor prayer right so there are a few hours within zohor prayer and the asar prayer so once we are done you know once we are done with our obligations our um worship right to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala then allah says okay you know return back to your activities return back to the things that you have to do that you want to do just remember to return back later on so we go on continuing to live our life in the next few hours until we meet the next prayer time, until we hold on to the anchor of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to return back to Him, to be reminded of our purpose. Because sometimes when we are engrossed in the things that we do, we tend to forget, right? And really, you know, this whole concept of, you know, just going through our daily activities and doing the many things in life, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has mentioned in Surah al rad verse 26, where he says, So Allah says, Allah extends provision for whom He wills and restricts it. And they rejoice in the worldly life while the worldly life is not compared to the hereafter except brief enjoyment. So through this verse, right, we can see how it is easy. It is very, very much easy for us to be distracted in this life, right? It is very much for us to be distracted away from remembering our purpose towards Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Right, which is to worship him, which is you know at the end of the day receiving his love, receiving his mercy, and receiving his pleasure. So, you know, potentially we can be influenced, you know, by the pleasures of the worldly life, and we can forget, you know, we have the potential to forget the significance of the next, i.e. the akhirah. So that is where, you know, when we have you know, imagine yourself in the ocean or in the sea, so you start to float away from uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, right? Because you are so focused in your activities. But when the next, you know, call of prayer comes in, you, you know, you, you are receiving this signal to turn back, you know, to turn around and to return back home, to return back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So this is where we need to have, you know, that conscious decision to pause in our tracks when we are so engrossed in our worldly activities that continue to distract us, right? Albeit that we are fulfilling our responsibilities, but sometimes in fulfilling our responsibilities, we tend to forget that as well. 
right? So we need to consciously pause in our tracks and return back home before we continue on with other things, right? And when we talk about prayers, you know, even though it's five daily prayers, one prayer is like, you know, about five minutes and it's very, very brief. But it is those brief moments that is very, very, very important. Alright? And if I could share with you another verse from Surah Al-An'am verse 162 where Allah mentions Al-Billahim قُلْ إِنَّ صَلَاتِي وَنُسُكِي وَمَحْيَايَ وَمَمَاتِ لِلَّهِ رَبِّ الْعَالَمِينَ We say, say indeed my prayer, my rights of sacrifice, my living and my dying are for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Lord of the world. So when we go back to prayer, not only that we are reminded of our purpose, but we are reminded that, hey, you know, whatever uh, whatever responsibility that I'm fulfilling, whatever thing that I'm doing, whatever matter of the worldly life, right, that I am practicing and that I'm engrossing myself in that matter, all of these things, all of the things that I am doing is for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the very fact that I'm able to do all of the things that I am doing is for the fact that it is by Allah, right? Allah has given me the strength, the courage, the knowledge to be able to fulfill my tasks, my responsibilities, my work, my school methods, right? And we are also reminded through prayer that all we do is from Allah, right? All of the all of the methods I have mentioned earlier and that, you know, essentially everything comes from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, including the responsibilities that we are fulfilling at hand. And most importantly, all that we do is moving towards Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, heading towards Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So it's this pockets of prayer, right? Pockets of time for the prayer that reminds us, you know, in the process of us trying to fulfill a lot of things on our plate throughout our day. Alright? So, you know, going back to the whole um, analogy or the, the, the example, right? So it's like us floating you know, on the ocean, but we are anchored by that prayer. And then when the call of prayer comes, we turn around, we return back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And then once we are done with, you know, praying to Allah, worshipping Allah, and then we float again, right? We float away again to fulfill our worldly responsibilities. As what has been mentioned by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the verses that I've shared with you, right? So we continue to float. But the question would be, what happens if I don't consciously decide to pause in my tracks and I don't consciously return back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? What happens when I start to neglect my prayers? What happens when I start to think twice about, hey, whether I should continue my work or should I just take a pause and pray? And if that is your situation, okay, if that's the ideal situation, then think about it. And what would happen if I don't return back that i don't pray even right so imagine you you know on your flute you know you have that anchor so you continue to flute you know in the sea or in the ocean or wherever you're comfortable with and the call of prayer comes in right so that is where you know you start to turn back around but what if you don't and the next thing the next most logical thing that you can think of is that when we don't turn around we will continue to float on, you know, in the sea or in the ocean, right? We, can, we will continue to float away and away and away and away and away. Because prayer is a means for us to return back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, right? 
But when we don't pray, when we don't take care of our prayers, when we don't see the importance of our prayers, when we start to doubt our prayers, that is when we start to float away, further away from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It will be very much easier if we turn back earlier, whenever Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala calls upon us. But when we start to float very, very, very far away, then it's going to be very difficult for us to turn back around. It's going to be very difficult for us to hold on to that anchor, right? That has been anchoring us throughout our journey on that sea or on that ocean. And it's going to be very difficult for us to find our way back because we have floated very, very, very far away. And if I can share with you another verse from Surah Al-Ankabut, verse 45, where it is mentioned, so it means recite, O Muhammad, what has been revealed to you of the book and established prayer. Indeed, prayer prohibits immorality and wrongdoing, and the remembrance of Allah is greater, and Allah knows that which you do. Right, so here Allah SWT reminds us that one of the functionalities of prayer, why is it so important for us to pray? Why we need to pray is for the fact that it it tanha anil fasha iwal munkar, it prohibits or it prevents us from immorality and wrongdoings. So that is the case when we continue to float further away from Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala when we neglect our prayer, when we negate our prayer, because. If we busy ourselves with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, if we busy ourselves with doing good, if we busy ourselves with fulfilling our, you know, our, our worship towards Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and our obligations, then know that we don't have the time to do the things which are wrong, to do the things which are immoral, to do the things which will at the end of the day backfire us and it will not help us to be admitted to the best places in paradise. Right? So, when I had this conversation with my dad and when i now see prayer in that light right of it's like us floating as we continue to live this life and sometimes you know we don't know how longer do we have to this particular life sometimes we think that we have many many more years especially when we are at a very very young age but and you know as we know it death comes at anyone and at any time and we don't want to be you know, those who sit on that float, on the ocean, and continue to float away from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Yes, we want to fulfill our responsibilities, we want to do our duties, but we want to ensure that whatever that we do is for Allah, whatever that we do, we help ourselves to be reminded of Allah, and that for every single time that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala calls us back, that is exactly the best time for us to turn back to Allah, and for us to head back home return back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because at the end of the day at the end of this whole long journey of livelihood in this earth or on this earth we are really headed to one destination and that is towards Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala right so and if I could share with y'all a dua for us to practice inshallah on this matter 
um, because you know maybe sometimes we find it difficult to remember Allah through our activities. Maybe sometimes we struggle, right? We struggle to choose between fulfilling our tasks or just taking that short break to remember Allah, to worship Allah, to practice our prayer. And you know, let's be real. These are real struggles, right? It's not that you know when we. Um, you know, when, when we practice something good and automatically we can just heed, you know, the calling of prayer, you know, straight away. For some of us, we might need a little bit more time. We might need a little bit more motivation and that is okay as long as we try to want to turn back to Allah, especially in those pockets of time when He calls upon us. So this is dua that is taught by Rasulullah wasallam, And this is actually um, recorded in Abu Dawood and uh, An-Nasai whereby um, the dua goes like this Bismillahirrahmanirrahim Allahumma a'inni ala zikrika wa shukrika wa husni ibarati Okay, one more time Allahumma a'inni ala zikrika wa shukrika wa husni ibarati which means Oh Allah, help me to remember you to give you thanks and to perform your worship in the best manner, right? So from this beautiful dua of Rasulullah we can learn that it's important for us to ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to help us remember Him. Sometimes, almost times, it's beyond our capacity, beyond our capability to remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala at every single moment of our lives. Right? It is really, really difficult, especially when this life is something that we continue to occupy ourselves with. Then again, being realistic, we have our responsibilities and we have things to do in this life. And as mentioned earlier, you know, we need to fulfill the obligations and the responsibility that we have today. But it doesn't mean that it becomes an excuse that we forget Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala even through the little, little times that we turn back to Him to pray. And on top of that, through this dua, we are asking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to help us, right? To help us to take steps to return back to Him. Sometimes taking those steps is difficult for some of us and that is okay. But let us not remember to ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to help us on this journey because things are difficult or things will continue to be difficult except when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala makes it easy for us. So I pray that may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala ease all of our affairs. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala help us to you know have that courage and for us to be reminded that for every single time where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala calls us through our prayer, yes prayers brings us success but ultimately prayers are a means for us to remember our purpose, for us to turn back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and so that we don't continue to float away, away from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and we pray that for every single activity that we do, for every single worship that we do, for every single responsibility that we try to fulfill, we pray that we are able to do that, you know, to do those things in the best of intentions for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and that for every single attempt that we do in this particular life, it brings us closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala every single time, inshallah. Alright, so that is all for today's episode. I hope that, um, you know, this sharing, this little conversation that I had with my dad, uh, something that has changed my perspective towards prayer, it has given my prayers a deeper meaning to it. 
a greater sense of uh, relatability and i hope that it can do the same for all of you as well inshallah inshallah all right so if you are tuning in and if you are still listening to this very minute to this very moment thank you so much may allah SWT bless you i hope that it has been beneficial and i appreciate your love and support Till this very second, mashallah. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala always guide all of you, inshallah. And yep, I guess I shall end today's uh, podcast episode. And I really hope for you to join me in the next one, inshallah. Alright, take care everyone. Stay safe. And assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh.